0: Here we go! Are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening everybody? What is good with y'all? It's your girl Jonan right here On TKO, as you already know here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA and other combat sports too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game. And of course, where they are now. So, how is everybody doing today? I'm feeling phenomenal and as always, I'm just so happy to be here in the studio with y'all. I honestly look forward to studio days every single week, like, I count down to Thursdays when I come in to finally pre-record the episode for the week for you guys, TKO Nation, because you guys give us so much love, and it's always so much fun to be here and break things down for you guys, so, yes, I'm so grateful to be here today, and um, life is good, man, I hope you guys are actually having a great day so far, because... You know, sometimes things definitely do take a toll on you and challenges might be coming your way. And yes, you might be dealing with anxiety or different things that might be coming your way. You don't really know how to handle those things. But please, please, I know I'm a a victim of this myself and I don't always do this. But please, please, whenever you can, just try to remind yourself that... Listen, the future is bright and just try to be optimistic about whatever is um, about to come your way and just... Um I don't know how to say it, but just uh, try to keep an open arm and try to embrace whatever's coming your way. Because I always figured that the the harder you take it on yourself, the harder it will actually be. And the more relaxed you are to, to make adaptations to the challenges and obstacles that are coming your way, the easier it will be for you to handle dif- difficult, mostly, situations. So... Yes, please, if anything, uh, please do keep this in mind, and I hope you guys take this, at least some of you, and apply this to your everyday life. Again, here on TKO, we do t- love to talk about mixed martial arts and boxing, but I feel like the most important aspect of not just mm, boxing and MMA, but also all combat sports, and even almost all sports is that you have to work on your mentality as well it's not just about physicality and techniques it's also a lot to do uh with your mentality and just um, mindset and uh, one thing that sports do actually improve in people and athletes is that they do tend to uh, play a lot around with your mentality. Try to strengthen your 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 mind and try to make you tougher uh, when when it comes to your your um, um mentality. Like I said, and um, again, please do not misinterpret this as whoever's an athlete needs to tough it out and uh, always have a really strong mentality at all times. It is totally okay if you do break down and have um those those um days, <laughs> uh, if you will. Uh, every now and then, but it's really important that you bounce back from those um, from those lows. And uh, I'm sure everybody will if you do take some time off, try to rethink everything through. And just um, pick everything back up and just move on. And I personally figured that that is the best thing to to help you whenever you are going through tough times, not just in sports, but also in real life. That is definitely one thing that sports has taught me. And most importantly, martial arts, because, man, it just teaches you a lot. And I don't want to keep talking about this because I can actually talk about this for a whole episode. But I'm going to leave that to another day because today we have so many things to talk about. So this week, of course, as usual, we have a great UFC Fight Night event coming up. And this time around, it will actually be All the way in Asia It will be happening from Singapore Yay! So, because it is happening In Singapore, it is most likely Happening during daytime For us uh, watching in the Eastern time zone, actually it's happening At 8am On Saturday, October 26th And this is really interesting Because the main event is actually going to be Between two phenomenal grapplers At least within the UFC roster The one and only Damian Maya. Should I say the Brazilian jiu-jitsu godfather? And um, he's going to be fighting off against the wrestling god who is the one and only Ben Askren, the multiple-time world champion in wrestling... And the world, former world champion, I should say, in um, mixed martial arts, he is the one and only Ben Askren. So these two guys will be headlining headlining UFC Fight Night in Singapore, and it's going to be one hell of a fight. So make sure you guys. I know it's kind of hard, especially because on a sa- it's on a Saturday morning, and I'm I'm personally the type of person that would like to actually sleep in on Saturdays and not really get up until like uh, 11 a.m. <laughs> at least. So uh, yeah, if you can wake up. And just watch this—this um, this fight night, should I say, fight day, fight morning—from uh, Singapore. Um, you know, the fight itself is going to be really, really interesting. So even if you do try to catch it uh, when you're half asleep, I'm sure you will actually wake up fully and be fully alert by the time the Ben Askren and ben, uh, I was going to say Benjamin, but um, Damian Maya uh, fight actually comes up. So yes, again, in case you're interested, make sure you mark that down on your calendar. Saturday, October 26, 8 a.m. Damian Maya versus Ben Askren. So today we're going to be breaking down this um, particular bout for you guys. That's the main fight, the main MMA fight, I should say, that I really do want to talk about this week. And having said that, actually. This week, I'm also going to be breaking down uh, a very important boxing bout that is actually not happening this weekend But the weekend after on November 2nd and this fight We've already talked about on our previous episodes and I've already expressed my uh, my excitement for this particular bout and it is indeed the fight between Sergey Kovalev and uh, Canelo Alvarez, Saul Canelo Alvarez, so Ooh, I'm actually already so excited about this fight I cannot wait to break this down today on the show because Sergey Kovalev we already know he was the world champion at the light heavyweight division in boxing and uh, so he, he himself actually had his own ups and downs he won and he lost a few fights but now again he has been able to regain the WBO light heavyweight championship of the world so yes he is the champion but in the meanwhile something that we didn't really expect to happen although um th- there were rumors uh floating around that uh, saul alvarez was actually gonna move up weight divisions to come to light heavyweight we didn't really believe it although we kind of um fancied it as as fans and we said okay yeah sure of course he's gonna move up like so so many pounds to come to light heavyweight because if you guys remember saul alvarez canelo he originally started fighting at welterweight in boxing and welterweight uh, weight division in boxing is actually 147 pounds and on uh, November 2nd when Saul Alvarez is going to move up to light heavyweight he will be fighting at around 170 pounds. So this was, well, obviously, it wasn't like an overnight thing that um, Canelo decided to move up to lighthead weight all of a sudden from welterweight. This has been um, actually a gradual increase in uh, weight divisions. So Alvarez, he started moving up uh, uh, little by little with regards to weight divisions. And it's really interesting in boxing because in boxing, the weight divisions are really... Uh, actually plenty i should say because they're almost uh... spaced out by five pound um, increments so uh when when fighters when boxers do decide to move up weight divisions or move down weight divisions, it's not usually a big deal. But when you think about moving from 147 pounds to 170 pounds, then you need to as an athlete you need to have had some major physical adaptations in order to make you optimize for that particular weight division. So yes. Finally, Canelo Alvarez will be making his light heavyweight debut, actually, in this bout against Sergey Kovalev. And it's not like a warm-up fight, even. It's actually for the championship of the world. It's for the WBO light heavyweight championship of the world. So, uh, before I actually fully break down this whole fight, um, yeah, this was just like the review and an overview of of what I was going to break down today for you guys on the show. But yeah, I'm sure you can tell how hyped I am for this particular bout. But again, a reminder that it will actually be happening on November 2nd next weekend. And you're probably asking yourself, well, why are you breaking it down this week? And that is a very, very good question because next week, as many of you guys MMA fans already know, it is supposed to be I I dare say one of the biggest MMA fight nights or um, whole main cards of the whole year. Because, yes, we'll finally be um, seeing Jorge Masvidal fighting off against Nate Diaz in this next um, uh, numbered pay-per-view event for the UFC. So that is going to be the main event of that UFC fight card. So, And that's going to be really, really, really interesting. It's going to be happening um, in Madison Square Garden. So it is a pretty big deal for both of these fighters. And not only that, but um, there's also so many interesting fights that are featured on that whole main card. So it's almost, um, I feel like every year, especially when it comes to the UFC, we almost always have these big fight cards that are almost equivalent to the Super Bowl. So I I would actually call this next pay-per-view Um, event for the UFC as the Super Bowl, the MMA Super Bowl of this year because it's just with so many talented uh, fighters and so many superstar fighters as well. So personally, you already know, I'm going to be drinking my Nitro coffee uh, all day long so that I can stay up all night to watch every single fight with full-on attention. So I'm really, really looking forward to that whole fight card. So next week, we're going to be exclusively breaking down that whole fight card. And um, yes, so that is partially why I've decided to talk about the Canelo Alvarez and Sergey Kovalev fight this week because I'm sure, you guys know me, I tend to talk a lot about a particular fight if I'm (laughs) really particularly passionate about it, so... That whole Nate Diaz and Jorge Ma- uh, Masvidal fight. I'm, I'm like, I, I'm a huge fan of both of these guys. So you already know. At least I'm going to be talking about this one bout for like 20 minutes. So yeah, just a heads up <laughs> in case you do, you already didn't know. So yeah, this is the, me- the main reason why I'm going to be talking about Canelo Alvarez versus Sergey Kovalev today on the show. And I feel I, I'm, I'm hoping that will actually work out because again, you already know. Um, uh, This whole Canelo fight um, I'm really super excited about So uh, considering that I really hope That I do get to also talk about The Ben Askren and Damian Maya fight For the UFC that is happening this week Considering that I really do want to talk About the Kovalev and Canelo fight in a lot of detail But enough of that I feel like we've had enough um, overview of Of the entire episode So now without further ado Let's get started Okay so I'm just thinking um, I actually do want to get started with that Damian Maya and Ben Askren fight because um, I just want to talk about it, make sure that I have talked about it, considering that it is coming up this weekend. So it is pretty important. And I really do want to talk about it. So, um, interesting facts. Uh, I actually had a dream about Ben Askren the other night and it was really, <laughs> really interesting and yet creepy because it's just weird when you, like, I wasn't really thinking about Ben Askren a lot the day before, but when I went to sleep that night, for whatever reason, my my brain was just playing tricks on me and I did have, I think I had a dream that I was at this event. It wasn't like a UFC event, but it was like, it was definitely a sports event Almost like a press conference event And I was there as 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 part of the press Or whatever it was I can't quite remember But I do remember that I saw Ben Askren And like we came into contact And I saw him and I was just so starstruck And I think in my dream Ben Askren actually knew who I was And I was just freaking out I was shook fam I was like wow I'm so I'm, I'm like that's crazy Because Ben Askren knows me me like oh my god anyway okay so uh that was a dream dream that i had so hopefully um ben Askren actually ha- puts on a good performance this weekend and um Hopefully that my my dream doesn't like jinx it or anything, but uh, yeah, that was that was pretty interesting. Anyway, so uh, talking about the main event of this whole UFC fight night in Singapore, like I said, this is a very interesting fight because we already know that both of these guys are monsters. So Ben Askren, like I said, he's a multiple time world champion in wrestling. Before he actually moved on to Mixed martial arts So he made a lot of success of course in wrestling And then when he moved on To mixed martial arts He was originally signed with um, almost every uh, MMA organization but the UFC So he as a matter of fact He actually fought for the for the Asian mixed martial arts uh, Company one championship uh, He was actually the champion In one championship uh, for the longest Time he was undefeated for the, peri- for the uh, Period of time that he was Fighting for in one championship And then uh, Dana White Finally because all the fans if you were A big MMA fan at the time Everybody was complaining to Dana White The president of the UFC as to Why Ben Askren has not yet Been signed with the UFC Especially because Ben Askren He was actually pretty active on uh, Various uh, social media platforms Like Twitter he was always calling Out UFC fighters Specifically UFC welterweights Guys like Jorge Masvidal guys Like Tyron Woodley and um, All the all the top contenders At the time in the uh, UFC Welterweight division so it was Always pretty active and always calling out people. I think at some point in time, he even called out Khabib, which was very bold of him. But oh well, I mean, yeah, he he did what he had to do. And it's just part of his personality, I guess, that he really likes to talk a little bit of trash and uh, just make fun of other fighters and always... Um, Tease us that he is the better fighter uh, given that he is in a fight with any of those fighters um, uh, uh, Any of those welterweights in the UFC at the time So anyway, um, the concerns are brought up to Dana White and Dana White finally decides to sign Ben Askren to the UFC So everybody was so so excited that Ben Askren got signed to the UFC But that itself, that was actually pretty interesting because the UFC debut um, that um, Ben Askren actually had, it was against the former welterweight champion, Robbie Lawler. And Robbie Lawler himself is actually a veteran of the sport, and he's not someone to be underestimated at all. So it was really interesting that the UFC decided to match Ben Askren against Robbie Lawler. Anyway, the fight did happen. It was a bit... Interesting because if you do If you guys do remember that bout um, When the fight started I do Remember that Robbie Lawler Robbie Lawler excuse me was actually Having a lot of success uh In the beginning of that fight He was thro- uh, throwing a lot of Accurate and effective shots and Interestingly enough Ben Askren was Absorbing a lot of those shots and I Think at one point in time one of Those shots was so good that Ben Askren Absorbed it and it Got partially knocked down And as a fighter, it's really, it was really interesting uh, that he, uh, he was partially out, honestly, but he, his body still kept doing the work. Like, even though he was partially knocked down, he was still looking for Robbie Lawler's Hips and legs for 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 him to attempt a takedown, which was really interesting because I could tell that he wasn't consciously making those decisions, and it was merely an auto- automatic response, like if, almost like a physiological re- reflex of his body doing all those things. Yet that actually allowed him to recover in that bout, and um, he, <laughs> interestingly enough, again he came on top and he actually dominated over Robbie Lawler because he took him to the ground, and while he he was grappling with them. He put him in a, in a bulldog choke or almost like a, it looked like a neck crank. And it didn't really look like um, he had fully choked out Robbie Lawler at the time. But uh, the referee actually decided that it was uh, it was done. And um, he ended the fight in favor of uh, Ben Askren. Although this was uh, you guys probably remember this. This was actually partially. Partially controversial because later on Robbie Lawler came out saying that he uh, he he wasn't even out and that he still could have kept on fighting but it was just a misinterpretation and misreading by the referee and that Robbie Lawler could have completely continued on fighting Ben Askren. Anyway, so that was the UFC debut of Ben Askren, and this was how contro- this was how controversial it really was, to the point that I believe Robbie Lawler actually wanted to take um, take an appeal to the uh, athletic commission of that um, of that state that the two were fighting in, and wanted to overturn uh, <laughs> the the fight decision, but. Overall, he didn't. He couldn't really do anything about it, and the fight was still um, a win in favor of Ben Askren. So it was pretty controversial. The UFC debut of Ben Askren, and moving on to the second fight that he ever had in the UFC. Of course, this was um, kind of fresh. This is still fresh in our minds because it happened um, uh, over the summer. And man, um, this was of course the fight that happened between Ben Askren and Jorge Masvidal. And I still remember. This whole fight. I, I this fight is really really interesting, you guys, because beforehand we were all speculating what what could potentially happen between Ben Askren this this monster of a wrestler, right, and this person who's who's never been defeated in his whole professional career, and he's going to be fighting off against the number one big brawler in the UFC, the one and only Jorge Masvidal. This this badass fighter, Jorge Masvidal. So we were all just speculating uh, different things and what could potentially go down in this fight. Yet, what happened was that the fight started and from the very first millisecond, Ben Askren, the wrestler that he is, the strong wrestler that he is. So, you know, when the referee says go, Ben Askren just... Just like sh- like shot forward and tried to attack Jorge Hospital with a takedown from like a mile afar, which was really. I don't know if I should criticize his decision because he was, after all, he was trying to rely on his forte, his wrestling skills, because he is such a phenomenal wrestler. So he just wanted to take him down in the very first uh, moments of the fight. But he just indicated that from very, very early on. And the monster that Jorge Masvidal is, obviously he caught sight of that. And he knows that Ben Askren is already going to attempt to take down on him. Therefore, he's going to lower his body and go for his hip. So what does Jorge Masvidal do? He sees this very quickly in a matter of a millisecond. And then he decides to do the exact opposite to neutralize that takedown. So what is one thing that you could do to neutralize a takedown when you actually have a lot of distance between yourself and your opponent? So when your opponent is shooting a takedown from such a long distance, what do you do? Well, Jorge Masvidal did the exact thing that he should have done. And that was just... That when I see this um, this fight, because the fight itself it lasted less than ten seconds, because Jorge Masvidal he knocked out Ben Askren, called to the canvas with a flying knee, and uh, it was just really uh, I, I always get chills when I actually see that fight because it was just so um bright and thoughtful of jorge masuro to do that when you see an opening like that then you that that's obviously what you do and you know these things don't always obviously come to you like right away it's just like a matter of like i said a millisecond that you decide to come up with those certain moves and they could work or they could not work so it's really risky if they do work or not but it worked in that case for jorge masuro and he was able to knock out ben askrin Oh, man, but regardless, I feel like I've <laughs> I've talked about this a lot, but this is how excited I got, and even to this day, every time I see that fight between Jorge Masvidal and Ben Askren, that's how excited I get. So, unfortunately, Jorge Masvidal handed over the very first loss of Ben Askren um, in his professional career to him, and now this is a very important fight for Ben Askren, because first of all, he um, obviously, the knockout that he sustained it, w- it looked really bad at first, so it d- definitely did make sense why Ben Askren took a few months off to recover fully from that hit injury, and um, uh, you know just to rethink his ways and um, just to readjust his uh, methodology in a way, you could say. So this will be actually Ben Askren's comeback fight And so it is a very important fight For Ben Askren to, to win Actually over Damian Maia But Damian Maia himself He is not someone to be underestimated At all because he Is the guy like I said he He's almost considered unofficially considered The godfather of Brazilian Jiu Jitsu At least within the UFC roster Because that's how good he is in Jiu Jitsu and grappling so if you Are taken to the ground it is a very uh, unlikely that you would get back up and it is very unlikely actually that you will not get submitted by Damian Maya because that's how good of a Brazilian jiu-jitsu practitioner Damian Maya is so because of that I would say it's going to be um, even trickier for Ben Askren because like I said he is a wrestler. He loves to get close um, to, to his opponents and close the distance, just mainly grapple with them uh, mostly. But if he is grappling with Damian Maya and f- for whatever reason he is taken down to canvas and he has to do um, a lot of exchange jiu jitsu moves with Damian Maya, if you will. Uh, it's gonna be really interesting. I don't wanna. I don't wanna be pessimistic about this fight, but I'm just. All I'm gonna say is that it's gonna be a very, very exciting fight because of all the things that I just said and because. Both of these guys are just masters in their background sport. So Damian Maya for jujitsu and Ben Askren for wrestling. So it is going to, going to be a very very exciting fight to watch. Okay, so I talked about that a lot actually. I <laughs> I didn't really intend to make it that long for this particular breakdown, but now quickly moving on to the Sergey Kovalev and Canelo Alvarez fight. So this fight, guys, oh, just by talking about, like, the the fight itself is just so interesting because, like I said, Saul Alvarez, Canelo Alvarez, he will be making his light weight debut. So Canelo has already been able to dominate over a lot of weight divisions, all the weight divisions that are past him, or the lighter weight divisions, if you will. He's completely dominated over, he's went through every opponent, and um, yeah, it might have been a bit hard for some of, for some of his fights, especially for some of the most recent opponents that he has had, guys like uh, Gennady Golovkin, Triple G, and uh, some of the uh, well noted uh, rematch uh, rematches that he has had against people like uh, Triple G. It, it it's been a bit difficult for him at some points, but regardless, he's been able to score those Ws for himself, and of course, gain a lot of title title belts. And um, here he is trying to make his light heavyweight debut against the, the Sergey Kovalev. And I'm I'm pretty sure I've already discussed this on our previous episodes. But Sergey Kovalev, he is uh, his nickname is actually the Hammer, and this is very. Suitable, I should say, because I mean, this is this is going to sound a bit harsh, but I'm just uh, merely stating the facts because one of his opponents um, and one of the opponents that Sergey Kovalev uh, fought previously, his uh, injuries were so severe that when he was transported to hospital, he was actually uh, pronounced um, dead. And he unfortunately, he passed away because of all the injuries that he had sustained against Sergey Kovalev so because of this very reason a lot of people have been hesitant to face off against sergey kovalev because they're just scared that the same fate is going to follow for themselves and there is very few people, unless they actually they are on on a road to glory. And I'm not trying to over, uh, 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 you know, dr- dr- <laughs> make it over dramatic rather. Um, but uh, Canelo Alvarez is here, and he's trying to make uh, he's trying to still build his legacy. And uh, here he is trying to fight off against the the most dangerous guy, I should say, in the light heavyweight division, Sergey Kovalov, who is actually the current champion for WBO in the light heavyweight division. So if Canelo Alvarez is able to defeat Sergey Kovalev, then he will get yet another title for himself, the WBO Light Heavyweight Championship of the World and it's just so hard to make a prediction for this particular bout because of all the things that I just said. Canelo Alvarez has been on a rise for the longest time and He's, he's just so good He always works really hard in his training camps And like I said on the other hand We have Sergey Kovalev who's just this Dangerous, dangerous boxer And anything can happen when you fight Sergey Kovalev in a, in a boxing bout So because of all the things that I just said this fight is one great boxing fight to watch, so make sure you catch up with it on Saturday night November 2nd, that's again, that is not this weekend, but a weekend after make sure you guys mark that down in your calendars and actually do catch up with this fight, I'm personally really, really excited for this bout between Canelo and Kovalev and, ah oh, man, yeah like I said, I'm just so, so excited anyway, uh, I'm just looking at the clock right now, unfortunately that is all the time we're gonna have for for this week you guys already know Make sure you go to CFRU.ca To catch up with our previous episodes And again you already know You can also go to SoundCloud and iTunes To catch up with our previous episodes as well And until next time It's your girl Jenna right here and this Is TKO peace out